You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. Football Friday. Not really. There's no football this weekend, but still a Friday, and usually you can say holla fasala, me and Eddie Scazzari here in New York City, and down the Jersey Shore, an old man by the sea, and a man, a topic of conversation this morning in the newsroom between me and Eddie, wondering oh. how he enjoyed the 45-mile-an-hour <laughs> winds off the Atlantic Ocean while he took <laughs> his dog for a walk with the temperature at 19 degrees. Good morning, Al. How are you? Uh, good morning, Jerry. It was a little... Uh, I dress in layers, is what they say. <laughs> oh, uh, dress in layers. Must look like the Michelin man this morning. Uh, yes. I, um, I wear this... The, Many years ago, when I first started with Boomer and Carton, uh, Craig for Christmas that year purchased me a North Face jacket that makes me look like the Michelin Man. Yeah. I still wear it. It still is in great shape, and I wear it for occasions such as this. Yes, I don't blame you. Although I do look like if you were to like if my dog were to trip me up and I fell, I'm not sure how I would get up. Like it's that, it's a George Costanza Gore Tex type of. It'd be like when you and I were at the, in Belmar. And we were uh, doing the bouncies. You'd roll yes. around. <laughs> I'd roll around and hope that someone uh, reaches out a hand to pull me up. Exactly right. <laughs> now, Jerry, you did uh, Rutgers uh, at Michigan State last night. No, at uh, at the rack. At the rack last night. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, your your big night of um, of sleeping over will be Sunday night. Uh, if you want to call it a big night, yes, that will yeah, be a I very got short sleep. Yes, I thought that was last night. No, uh, no, last night was uh, at the rack. Right now, let me say this, Jerry. I looked at the final score. I know we don't talk college basketball, uh, Rutgers, that sort of thing. But how does a uh, uh, <laughs> I'm bewildered? Michigan State, a yeah. college basketball team that I've heard of. Scored 37 points in an entire game? That, that was seems it. very odd. Well, a couple things. Is that odd? Yeah, very odd. Now, what's interesting is three weeks ago or four weeks ago when they played at Michigan State, Rutgers only scored 45 points and lost to them in a very similar type of game. Uh, Michigan State hadn't played in three weeks. They had a lot of energy to start the game, but they turned the ball over like crazy. And so when you do that, you're giving up a lot of possessions, number one. Number two, their best couple of players didn't shoot it well. And so when that happens and you're not rebounding the ball as well as the other team, kind of tough. So, it, yes, it was unusual to Very only unusual. see them with, I think they only had, I think they only had 20 points in the first half and 17 in the second. And they had stretches where they just couldn't score. So, yes, it is unusual. I totally agree. But you know what? Yeah. It was actually good to see because Rutgers owed them one after starting 0 for 11 against them. This was the first time they beat Michigan State. So it was good to see. They, you know, it's two in a row for them and it was a fun night. Now, I was very excited. Um, I'm going to play this here, Jerry. I have the sound on my computer. Uh, I saw SportsCenter, which is the creme de la creme. When when you're growing up, Jerry, and you dream of being a broadcaster or a player, you dream of seeing your highlights on SportsCenter, whether that's 
going over the wall to rob a home run, catching a touchdown pass, taking a pick six yes. all the way back, Jerry, or being the broadcaster that gets to do such a thing. Here on the Sports Center official Twitter feed, I see a Jerry Recco highlight, and it goes something like this, Jerry. I think. Hello. Kick out Mathis. Left side three is off the mark. Miles Johnson, the follow dunk over Bingham. In your face, big fella. That's what I'm talking about there. One, that's two games in a row. The big fella has made it pay off. Hard effort following the break. Doesn't get the ball, but gets the send back home. In your face. Ah, that just came out, man. Big I don't fella. know. I, I don't like know. it, Jerry. You know why? In your face, big fella. Because that guy, so Bingham, who's a good player, Bingham, he yes. was chippy early, and they were going at it. And yeah. I don't know when you see him, because he he wasn't even in my vision. John, you know, Miles was, he was running up the floor, and the three was right in line with our sight. So I could see that the ball was sort of off to the left, and then all of a sudden this big guy comes flying in from nowhere. It was, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was fun. In your face, the big fella. Yeah. <laughs> then I saw one of my other favorite things about social media these days is uh, people confusing other people on Twitter. <laughs> <Tom> so <Izzo. laughs> this happens all the time whenever Michigan State doesn't do well. Uh, Tom Izzo is their coach. Yes. But we work with a, a man named Tom Izzo. He's the guy who does all the fun videos for social media for us. And people always engage with our Tom Izzo thinking they're engaging with the Michigan State head coach. Yeah, and he always whoops. responds to them. He does. Like, like people will write, I'm so disappointed in you today, last night. He'll write, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> he does have fun with it. Yes, he has a good time with it, I Jerry. did check some. I actually set my alarm for 5.02 this morning to make sure I reminded reminded myself to tell you about it had you not noticed the score of the game. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was very odd. It's so strange. It, I see that sometimes in the NBA where when, uh, you know, I always compare everything to the 1980s because that's when I was like, a lunatic sports-wise. Right. When I felt like NBA games were always like 120, 110, like they were always in the hundreds. And then we went through this era of basketball where... It was in the 80s. Yeah. And now we're I back prefer, into the 150. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we're back like the the other night, I forget which two teams played, they went into double overtime and the score was like 155, 145. Yeah. It was something insane. Absurd. Even the other night, it was a game that was four quarters. I think it was 141 to 107. Yeah, that's what I like. It was stupid. I like a lot of scoring. Oh, well, then you would not have liked last night. No. 37 points. in in. Uh, now, you told me last week that uh, basketball in college is just two halves. Yes, correct. Not Two 20-minute halves, 40 minutes. So, Jerry, if I were to take 37. <laughs> although although mm-hmm, mm-hmm. women's college basketball is four quarters. Is that right? Which That's I don't the understand. game I prefer. I, I don't know why they did that, though. If college sports, if you have college basketball, two 20-minute halves, yeah. I don't know why you're changing it for the – it's weird. I agree. But, Jerry, I did a little math uh, here, and with uh, 37 points scored by Michigan State, if you divide that into two with two halves, that's like – not even 20 points a half for them. Right. It's less than one point per minute. I mean, what are they doing? <laughs> Missing. That's what they were doing last night. They had a tough night. What can I, mean, I tell that's you? That's the college Magic Johnson went to. Yeah, and it's They're Tom Izzo. He's a themselves. Hall of Fame coach. And it's, you know what? It happens. What are yeah. you going to do? It happens to everybody. You know, LeBron James has off nights. That's true. So it's nice for, I did say, it's funny, right before the game started, I looked to Mark Peterson, who I was doing the game with, and my yes. engineer, Paul Schrager, right before we went on. I said, is it too much to ask for a non-Ajita type of night? And let's go out and just blow these guys yeah. out. And, you know, they looked and said, well, that would be nice. But we didn't expect it. And the next now, thing you know, they started 15 nothing. 
Now, this being on SportsCenter, will this impress your kids? Because uh, you're in the business, and yet they're probably not impressed by much. Was that? Will they think that's cool? Uh, Matthew would be the one who will definitely see it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he has sat with me for games, so it's not like it's anything unusual to him. Like, he has sat there with a headset on and watched yeah. the game with me, you know, right behind me. So, no, I don't I don't think so. I mean, maybe the fact that it's SportsCenter tweeted it, I guess. I don't know. I'll find normally, out when I get well, home. When I've been around him, he gives a very not impressed look, like, pfft, not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it this way. When I get home today, I don't think there's going to be a parade in my house. Dun, 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 I don't dun, think so. Dad's back. He got to play on SportsCenter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the case. No, I don't I think so. <laughs> that's funny. I'd like the wife to come up to you and whisper in your ear, who's my little, who's my little sports center hunk? <laughs> hey, let me uh, let's just say the smart money's on that not happening <laughs> she's funny and she doesn't she won't even know that that happened right <laughs> oh by the this way this is what i'm talking about jerry childhood dreams coming true yes and no one in the house even acknowledging it well right matthew yeah. will know but he probably won't acknowledge it i picture you sitting there on the couch no one around the cats come up and you go hey, my, my, one of my plays was on sports center last night <laughs> and the cat just rubs its butt up against the couch and walks away. Actually, my cats will jump right on my chest and hang out See with that? me. See that? They'll appreciate it, Jerry. They very well might. <laughs> now, again, yesterday, every time I feel like I have some knowledge of the stock market, because that occurs sometimes, like I'll do a lot of like reading up on things. And yeah. Be like, yeah, oh, you know what? I'm going to get in on this. This seems like... The, the stock market always smacks me back in the face. Yes, very confusing. Very confusing. And I honestly do not know what went on yesterday with more stocks and Robinhood apps. And uh, Dave Portnoy at Barstool wants to burn the Robinhood app to the ground. He got into it with uh, Mets owner Steve Cohen yeah. back and forth on Twitter. Um, Boomer was fired up about it. I was getting a lot of text was messages. He really? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Gio and I were getting a lot of text messages. Boomer fired up about the the hedge funds and stock markets and them. Where's the how's the how are the Mets in the mix and get Portnoy on the phone and blah blah. So Mr. Dave Portnoy of Barstool will join us at nine ten this morning. Get. That's a good get. And uh, I'm curious to see, uh, but, but Boomer was fired up, and I know he spent uh, last night reading and researching, as did uh, uh, Gio. Uh, behind the scenes so that they're all up to date on things and uh, where they felt they weren't knowledgeable. They got all fired up for it today, Jerry. So that's going to go on a little bit later on. Well, I look forward to hearing that because I've read enough and I still yeah. don't understand what I'm Same reading. Here. I really don't. I mean, the whole thing is very confusing to me. And the Robin Hood app and them closing it down and not being able to buy certain Shut stocks. Down. And, uh, you know, it. The whole AMC thing about not being able to buy in. Like, <laughs> I know. I was what so is confused. happening? I don't know. Did you make money on your Dogecoin yesterday? I made, I'm looking at it now, Jerry. I'm on Dogecoin. I made $59. Wow. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So, I put in $25 and I made an additional $59. Now, CeeLo put in 500 so he must have oh, like. Oh, so he must be dancing around his house. He food. must have made like 1200 Yeah. Because you more than doubled yours. Yeah, you got to know when to get out on that one, though, because that seems very fugazi. Are I don't you know out? Much about the, not yet, but I don't know much about the stock market. I made $59, Gina. We're going for pizza tonight, baby. <laughs> Woo! On me. <laughs> on Dogecoin. Not going Dutch tonight. That's right. This is what I don't understand about that one, though. Yeah. That reading about that, yeah, it sounds like the guy just made it up. Yeah, fake. So what? So what did you know. buy into? I don't know, Jerry. I bought into something <laughs> probably fake. 
but only $25. I wanted to be in the mix. I kept, you know, sometimes we just want to be a part of it. Well, I see all this stuff and it's dominating uh, my Twitter feed. And I'm like, I, I want to get on the mix on this, but I'm too cowardly to go actual real money. in. so I throw $25 in it just to, just to watch it, just to be part of the movement. I would have done what CeeLo did. Five hundred. Yeah, I was. Uh, so I was tr- during the show, and uh, G can attest to it. I was trying to figure out a way to buy it, but I didn't have my social security card, which a lot of the places you got to take your picture of a social security card. Really? To, yeah. yeah, and so I, I didn't. I wasn't able to do it, but I had. I was thinking between five hundred and seven fifty, just to give it a try, just to get in. Yes, and that had had that been the case, that would have been a very good day. I didn't. It wasn't in Although, the mix. Gotta have it. Well, I wasn't in the middle. Boy, speaking well, speaking of that, your boy Tommy had a tough day yesterday. Oh yeah, I actually I actually texted Tommy, the producer of Cartner Roberts. I texted him, and this is what I I'm going to read to you the exact text I texted him. Uh, I'm getting anxious listening to him yell about the promo. <laughs> <laughs> he was just crushing Tommy for the I promo. I, well, because he had no good answers. <laughs> so if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, Carton Roberts, Craig hated the promo. That ran yesterday, or leading into yesterday's show. Evan had no idea what it even was, which puzzles me. Also, very admitted that he doesn't listen to the morning show. Um, not nice. Not nice. I don't and listen then, to his show. Well, I only actually, listen to Craig's part. <laughs> oh, Evan. Um, and then so the problem is Tom had no good answer. And when he tells Craig, yeah, I didn't think it was great either. What? <laughs> no, don't say that. I, you, here's what you should have said. Craig, you're being too hard on yourself. The promo was great. Then I didn't hear, I don't know if they were trying to get Dave Portnoy from Barstool on yesterday, but when we had tweeted out uh, our, you know, hey, here's who he's coming on tomorrow, people kept tagging Tommy going, bad job, Tommy, bad job. Tommy was like, oh, no, I hope I didn't get Tommy in trouble again. This was another good one where he got, I guess he didn't get in trouble, but I thought he was going to, was when Craig asked him, when you called the Mets, what did they say to try and get Steve Cohen on? And Tommy says, well, they wrote back, thanks. Thanks, and Tommy. Craig goes, what do you mean wrote back? You didn't pick up the phone and call them? Yeah, Craig doesn't understand that part. I'm with Tommy on this one. We, it doesn't we, sound good, though. We communicate now with teams, with uh, with uh, guests. Everything's text and email. It just is. I, I understand. You I, know, I get it. Especially when you're calling somebody. Like when people are like, call, uh, get Jim Nance on the phone. If I call Jim Nance... He's going to see a number he does not recognize, not and he's not up. going to pick up. But if you text somebody, you will read a text from a number you're not familiar with to see if you know who it is. Oh, absolutely. No question. So I always will text first. When do you think that changed? Because when I was producing back yeah. in 1997 and 98, we were still calling everybody. I think it changed when people really stopped having uh, home phones, and everyone went to the individual cell phone and when our cell phones all day long ring with fugazi calls from do you want to buy an extended warranty to a robot telling you you're going to be arrested by the fbi uh, for tax stuff one game i used to enjoy as a producer was playing the hotel bingo hotel bingo that was actually fun when you you had the book that told you what hotels the team stayed in and then you would call and ask for them and they would send you right to the room (laughs) yeah like like if 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 hotel bingo was still a thing today what you would do is try to figure out if you got word that deshaun watson was in town to meet with the jets and you would just be calling around to all the like florham park hotels to try to find out if if you could get Deshaun Watson on All right, the Deshaun phone. Watson, please. Uh, right. Hold on, connecting. What? Connecting. <laughs> or, oh, that was the dream, Jerry. Or when you would hear the operator go, uh, "Not seeing uh, Deshaun Watson is 
possibly under someone else's name. No, thank you. Bye. <laughs> exactly. And you move on to the next hotel. I got now you go. can't even get a hotel on the line. You, d- you, you, you go through 900 different menu items before you could get the front desk. Not easy. That is that is sure for sure. But it was just... fun. When you hit one, Jerry, when you hit a uh, hotel bingo, there was no... It was a good day. You, you were jubilant. Yes, I totally agree. Oh, hold on. Oh, hi there. It's Al Dukes from the Boomer and Carton Show. How are you? Because Craig used to say, call so-and-so every single day. And oh, no, he started playing that. He, still he does it to Tommy all day long. Well, oh, they don't have that. They do. Well, no, they don't have that. He still plays all the drops, though, that he's got in his little <laughs> computer. That's right. All right, 518. A lot more to do. And Boomer is back. He's here with Gio at That's the top right. on the fan. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Al and Jerry, number one with meatheads in the gym. And Karen Stewart, number one with our listeners on the roads, as we saw Newsday writing an article about the one and only Karen Stewart yesterday. 525, yeah, what that was do cool. you say? Uh, yes. How about that? Were you interviewed for that? I was not interviewed for that, no. Were you upset about that? No, I, I don't think I know her well enough to I be I think Eddie should have been interviewed for that. Eddie should have, for I think, sure. I uh, G was, uh, was, gave a quote, I believe. Okay. Mm. I do know her, so I figured you should have been the one. Be interviewed and G, would, G knows her too, but she doesn't know that G is G. You know? Aha, because he yeah. actually worked with her back in Astoria during a best of Imus situation. I remember when she used to come in once in a while. Yeah, How you about can that? read all about her now on Newsday. Yes, and you can. uh, nice of Newsday, Newsday not to block this one. Sometimes you go to read their articles, uh, that they the tweet paywall. There's a paywall, there's no paywall for this. Good, awesome. They're gonna get you. They're gonna get you in with this article about Karen Stewart. You're gonna love it so much. You're gonna be like, "How do I pay for more Newsday?" It is interesting, though. I do find this fascinating with the newspapers online because I'm guilty of it too. I have no problem picking up a newspaper in the store for fifty cents, a dollar, a dollar fifty, and yet there are some that will offer you every day online a dollar for the month, and I, I see, know. oh, it's not free. Move on. <laughs> exactly. Like what? Why? Why do we There's do that? Something there is some mental breakdown there where we cannot pay for things that we think we get for free on the internet. Yeah. And it just I I know. And and I'll even see things like there's newspapers that I read online that are so annoying to read online because there are ads they pop up in the All middle of the reading. Place, yes. It starts scrolling for you to get squeeze the ad in. A video starts playing, and I'm so frustrated, and yet I won't pay for the, the, the for the pay version, which I, would probably eliminate that. There's no. I am not. I am not joking. I saw an article the other day. I'm not going to say what paper. I don't want to embarrass them. But it was about allowing fans in the building soon. 
I'm like, oh, I'm interested in this. And so mm-hmm. I clicked on it, and it said, you have two free views left Uh-oh. from this device. I'm like, okay, I can read the article. And at the end of the article, it says, you have two free views left. <laughs> Special deal, $3 for three months. You're like, like, why wouldn't I have done that? <laughs> I don't know. It's $3. Meantime, yesterday I bought two coffees for me and Giannotti that cost $14. Yeah. It was <laughs> so stupid. I have read about uh, you know subscription-based things on the internet, and they say if someone's willing to spend, it's it's the getting someone to pay. It doesn't matter what it is. So if you were to say you get the newspaper for six months for one dollar, if you're willing to take out your credit card and pay the one dollar, you'll probably pay eight dollars. Hmm. It's that getting over the hump of actually. But I don't. It, but I don't have card. a problem of buying things online. I know. I, I don't understand it either. I have the same thing. It's the. It's. It's, it's something about the newspaper. <laughs> so strange that we think we should get it for free. Yeah, we're a bunch of odd human beings. That's odd. it. Uh, yesterday, Jerry, I did get to do my sit down with the dog communicator, which I did for uh, thirty-one minutes and recorded it, and then thirty-one uh, minutes. I shrunk it down to four and a half minutes. Uh, that we're going to have a video out uh, later today. Oh, good. The- I can't wait. Another video on Twitter? Wow, video on Twitter. Wow, okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. But guess what? I haven't put a video on Twitter in weeks. <laughs> Just having fun with you. A month. So how did it go? I don't have nine a day. It went all right. Are you uh, a believer? Uh, there were some things that rang true. There's some things that, that like didn't... like the dog wanted to eat at the same time every day. <laughs> <laughs> like the do- like the dog had to be walked because it needed to. Use well, the facilities. <laughs> I'll give you two, just two very specific things she brought up. Mm, Al, the dog is saying, you have very thin legs. <laughs> well, interesting you mentioned legs. <laughs> kidding. She said that uh, the dog sees when Gina comes over, that Gina has various outfits that she likes to wear, and she likes Gina's outfits. And she, my dog, would like pink and yellow leg warmers. Please tell me you didn't pay for this. I'm begging you to tell me you didn't pay for well, this. Well, no, we did this. Uh, we, I told her we would promote her on the uh, website, and she so she gave it to me for free. Interesting, because dogs are colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that, Eddie. You're not a dog. They don't have the same spectrum. They, they see certain colors, are not you all. A, are you a dog communicator, Eddie? Because I spoke to one yesterday. Oh, yes, my bad. <laughs> Yep. So two things. The <laughs> Coming soon, the dog whisperer on Netflix. Al's all in. <laughs> could you see me walking around Bradley Beach with my dog in pink and yellow leg Sadly, warmers? I could, yes. <laughs> and then You the know second... why? Because yeah. people will recognize you even more as the guy that walks his dog in pink leg warmers. Oh, there's, there's, that, uh, there's the thin man and his thin dog <laughs> with the leg warmers on. And secondly, she would really like it if I prepared her a nice stew for dinner. <laughs> Yep. Wow. Nice stew. I think I'm going to start a business. I'm going to tell people what their cats are thinking. Peas and carrots, you mentioned. Give me a the, break the with chicken. this crap, honestly. Well, I, people, I will honestly, tell you this, oh my Jerry. God, I will tell you this. I got a text later on that night. Was oh, it Gina. your dog? Oh, okay. No, no, the dog does not have a cell phone yet. She's not old <laughs> enough. I did get a text from Gina with links to buy dog leg warmers. Oh, my God. So... Gina goes, could you please measure Whimsy's legs tomorrow morning? You've really set up yourself in some sort of life down there. Dog communicators, Jerry. 
Jerry and Serious News. Or con right? artists, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> or dog communicators. You're going to go see, uh, well, never mind. I'll move she, on. She did tell me that she was uh, communicating with Whimsy. This is this is nice to hear. And you would want to hear this about your own children, Jerry. She said she was uh, talking to a, a horse that had passed. <laughs> <laughs> and Whimsy was was also communicating at the same time, and then Whimsy realized, you know what? You deal with this horse that has passed first, and I'll come back and talk to you later. So she said Whimsy was very polite. You do realize that you just said you sat down with this person who talked yeah. to your dog for 31 minutes. 30 minutes, 31, yep. And the only thing that came out of it that actually crossed your mind was the fact that it wanted leg warmers with colors, as Eddie pointed right. out. Dogs are colorblind. Well, he doesn't know that. And the dog wanted beef stew. A chicken stew, Jerry. Could you imagine if you actually spent money on this? Chicken stew. Whatever, dude. And then she told that this was crazy, crazy sad. Yo, news, this though, is crazy. Jerry. She told me that uh, that whimsy saw one of her dog friends get killed. How about that? I don't think anything At the of dog that. track. I don't think a damn thing of it. And that she was very nervous. Did you buy a, any of this as a racer? Not really. Okay. <laughs> okay. By the way, Eddie could do this for sure because Eddie loves he dogs. He he knows what dog uh, different things mean. But yeah, um, who's going to question him? Yeah, I was sad to hear that that she saw her friend get killed, and then she was worried that if she didn't run fast enough at the dog track, she would be next. So she's very – the good news is, Jerry, she's very happy here where she is. Is uh, Whimsy acting any differently today, having gotten all this off her chest? I will tell you this, that when I was editing the piece, she was whining the whole time as I was replaying Yeah, her this. bladder was going to burst. Or she was, you know, trying to talk to me. Jerry, in more <laughs> serious news. Yeah, how about this for serious news? We're going to take a break. Hold on for your serious news coming back on the other side because we just wasted five minutes of time. No. Dog <laughs> communications. Call it what you want. Uh, 5.33. After this, serious news from oh, Al serious Dukes. news. Jay. Yes. Don't Only go anywhere. News. We'll be right back. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry. Long-time tag team champions. Oh, I like that. 20 in front of 6. Friday morning, Boomer and Gio coming up at the top of the hour before the uh, Craig Carton stop set that we had. Uh, Al said he had a lot of serious news to discuss. Serious news, Jerry. What do you got? Well, maybe not well, that serious. Oh. The battle for Deshaun Watson, I guess, has officially begun now, Jerry. I think I'm so. Here in discussions, of course, we hear Jets, Dolphins, uh, but people yesterday were talking about that should, although it goes against everything the Giants generally do, should the Giants be in the mix for this? Have you heard anything about the Giants being in the mix? Only that the people can't believe the Giants aren't in the mix. Well, I heard, so a lot of the insiders are basically saying there's 24 teams that should be in the mix. The one thing I saw was from Ian Rappaport who says the Panthers are going to be very aggressive in trying to right? acquire him. Yes. I did not see that anywhere. NFL Network. In the mix, baby. Got to have it. Yeah, baby. Got to have it. Yeah. 
Although some also say the Giants don't have the draft capital. I hate when, when did this done. become draft, draft capital? Cap- this to me know, is cool, it's though. like the equivalent of saying you know when you get into the baseball playoffs, it's just a crapshoot. No, it's the playoffs. Playoffs. Win in advance. Yeah, it's not a crapshoot. Play better. Well, I guess the main thing is like the Jets and Dolphins with the two and the three pick. Those are the, those have to be included in the Deshaun Watson deal. Well, also and they're the, looking. You're not sure about the quarterbacks that they have, right? And you're right with the Giants. Same thing. They can't be sure about Daniel Jones, but they don't own the two or the three. Right. You have a two or a three, Jerry. Plus, that's not the way Giants do business, Jerry. Look at their history. They don't do business. Like I guess that. not. But I would think if you are not 100% certain about your quarterback, I would think yeah. you at least have to explore it. Let me ask you this, Jerry. I'm going to throw a couple of scenarios at you. All and right. You're going to say uh, yes or no. Okay. Game one of the 2021 season, New York Jets. Will Sam Darnold be your starting quarterback for opening game? No, because I think Deshaun Watson will be. Jerry, yeah. game one, 2021 season. Will Daniel Jones be starting quarterback for the Giants? Yeah, why wouldn't he be? I'm just asking yes or no questions. <laughs> yes, I do think Daniel Jones will still be the quarterback of so the Giants. So right yes. now, if you were a betting man, you would put all you would put in uh, put all your chips in, Jerry. If I had to put my chips yeah. onto one team, I would put yes. it into the Jets. And I don't Me know too. a damn thing about Joe Douglas. I don't know if he's the traitor type. But what I do know is they've got enough. Um, they have a big amount of draft picks. They've got. Man, they could make this deal. I think it helps Houston. It helps them. I think everybody's happy, and everybody wins. And now, this I, can only get done. It can't get done until March or something, right? Well, it's got, I think you want to have it done before March. Can they do it today if they wanted to, or are there rules? Uh, you'd have to ask Boomer that. I don't know the answer to that, to be quite honest. Let's see. NFL the show starts, order. I'm going to interrupt Boomer. Boomer! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm taking a look, just to be clear here. We know the Jets are two. Eddie, just make sure my fader's down, please. The Jets are two, which we know. Uh, the Dolphins are th- obviously Jacksonville's one. The Dolphins are three. My question would be: so Carolina's eight. Mm, I guess the biggest question you'd have to answer is: what else do they have? Right. What else you got? You know, like if you're Carolina, and I don't see another first round pick. Like I know the Jets have two first round picks. Uh, they also have twenty three. That's from the Jamal Adams trade. I believe that's what that's from. The Panthers have the eighth pick. My question would be, if you're Carolina, and let's say you don't have a lot of picks, and I don't know if they do or they don't, but they only have the one in the first round, do you offer, like Houston, their first-round picks for the next four years? Right. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know do, either. Jerry. That's why you're right. It's a Jets-done deal. feels like a Jets-done deal. It's not a done deal. Well, it feels like. I'm saying it's I'll, got the feels. I'll tell you one team I heard about, which I don't know where I heard it. Maybe it might have been Carton and Roberts. I don't know. Uh, San Francisco. What? Could be an interesting spot for him. Hmm. Now, again, they're not even in the top 10 draft pick-wise. Right, that's not going to work. But do they offer up first-round picks for the next four or five years to get them and then trade Jimmy Garoppolo and get stuff back? I don't know. It's it's really, if you're Houston, you're going to have your choice of how you want and what you want to acquire for Deshaun Watson, assuming you trade him. So we know, okay, Trevor Lawrence won. Two will be Houston picking in the Jets' place. Three, the <laughs> Dolphins will take uh, the wide receiver from Alabama to connect Maybe. to Tua. Maybe. That's my, Terry, that's my draft. And that's my draft predictions. Why don't you do a video? Na, 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 na. You could have kept it really short. <laughs> 
instant reaction. <laughs> oh, when the when the Jets get to Sean Watson, I'm doing an instant reaction. I should have done an instant reaction to the Rutgers game last night. Yeah. Didn't even think about it. Live from the arena. I could have done that. I could have done that. I can't believe Michigan State only scored 37 <laughs> points. Jerry Reco here at the rack. No, I would have gone pro Rutgers. I would not have talked, been anti-Michigan State. I did see they showed the Rutgers bench going crazy on that dunk that you called. Yeah, of course. They were all in their masks. It was right in front of them. Like, it was that side of the floor. Yeah. No, it was good stuff. Would you say in your face, Johnson, or something? <laughs> no, in your face, big fella. In your face, big fella. Yeah. In your face, big fella. Also, Jerry, in other quarterback news, Ben Roethlisberger says he's ready to take a pay cut because he wants to stay with the Steelers. Well, he's going to have to. I mean, Art Rooney came out and basically said he's making too much money and the cap hit is, is, is extreme. Yes. And the one thing, too... You know, it's funny listening to him because on one hand, you could, you know, especially if you read it, you can certainly make the case. They want him back and he's going to be back and they're going to retool the contract. But boy, you listen to the tone and part of it was kind of like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'd yeah, we'd like to have him back. You know, things oh, got to really? be worked out, though. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hear it thinking, boy, they need to get Ben back. I heard it as if he was like, if he wants to come back, we'll figure it out. He's been a good stealer. That's how I took it. Wow. I'll play the audio coming up this morning. Is that right? Is that a, is that a radio tease, Jerry? That's a radio tease for the Boomer and Geo show, yes. I do like to see because a lot of times guys will not take pay cuts. And I I feel like I would if I was, first of all, if you made all that money that Roethlisberger has made over the years. Agreed. And then you don't have to move. You can always be known as a stealer. Especially if you're already set for life. Yeah, and you get guys around you that you could pay that could be make you look better. Well, isn't that what Brady has done? That's right. In his yeah, career? Mr. Brady. Now, unlike others, he's also got a wife who makes 10 times what he makes, and he Correct. already makes an absurd amount of money. So it's really, for him, whatever. It does give you an advantage when you have a supermodel wife. It does help. Who has supermodel wife um, contracts. It just helps with... if you have a significant other that makes a lot of money. Yeah. And he's got that. I mean, I don't know how many other... You know, big ticket players in the NFL do. Russell yeah. Wilson does, right? Ciara. Oh yes, good point, Jerry. I don't know if she she probably player. does make more than him, right? Uh, she's got to do pretty well for herself because he makes what his his new deal was what thirty thirty five a year. Sounds about right. Let's see, Ciara career earnings. I can get that. Oh, good one. Jerry. You think that'll pop up? I think if you did Ciara net worth, twenty million dollars net worth. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I would have thought more. Be like if your wife made twenty million dollars, Jerry. That would be awesome. Like Tom Brady's married to who? Giselle Bunchen. Giselle Bunchen. All right. So, what do you think her career, uh, her net worth? Oh my is? gosh, one hundred twenty million dollars. She has a lot of four hundred million. <laughs> wow, that's not quite the same thing. No, that's they're doing a, that couple, Jerry. They're doing all right for themselves. If they yeah. called the Dave Ramsey show and ran through their debts and what their ran net through worth their is. debts. What debts would those be, Al? The private jet that they financed from this TD is, Bank? <laughs> this is Tom Brady calling the Dave Ramsey Financial Show. Uh, we're interested in buying a uh, Mazda. Do you, can we afford it? Well, what is your annual income? What does your take-home pay? She's got 16 million followers on social media. Yeah. That's a few. That's probably more than him. I would think so, yes. Could be more than him, Jerry. I would think so. Did you happen to see the video of... Uh, Jerry Rice catching a, a, a burrito. I did not. Was he so, annoyed like the way he was trying to catch jelly beans from Craig? <laughs> well, Jerry Rice, I guess, is shooting a commercial for Postmates. You know, they deliver stuff to you. Yeah. So in this video, it, it's not camera trickery. They're shooting a burrito 
100 yards in the air for him to catch. You're kidding. And I guess he eventually did catch it. He said the burrito hangs up there a little differently than a football. But, yeah, I remember, well, Craig was throwing boxes of Entenmann's at him. It's still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Jerry Rice with those big Jerry Rice man hands. <laughs> You're Jerry Rice. Then you can catch everything. And it was like <laughs> one right after the other. And he boxes did look annoyed and, after like the oh, fifth very box. annoyed. Boxes and boxes of uh, Entenmann's donuts. That was Chocolate funny. chip cookies. And how about the fact that those were here? Because he wasn't. Like, he wasn't here with Entenmann's. Like, that box no, was No, they were here. just laying around. Right. We had had Entenmann's uh, earlier. How about the timing of that? I mean, this place was always a mess, and we always had deliveries come in. But the timing of that, that he had a case full of, you know, boxes of cookies and cakes yeah. to throw at him? Do you think Jerry Rice at any point was like, I'm Jerry freaking Rice. Yes. I'm catching a burrito bomb I, right now being yes. shot out of a cannon. I Absolutely, I think that, yes. Until the check comes in. Right. And then he looks at himself and says, yeah, I'm Jerry Rice. He's like, wow, look at all this money I just got for catching a burrito out of a can in 100 <laughs> yards. idiots just paid me $100,000 to catch a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to try to catch a burrito out of a can in 100 yards, like streak down the field. I'll tell you what, rent the rent the cannon, and I will shoot the burrito 100 yards for you. Now, they did say that the people that were at this commercial shoot said they were very impressed because Jerry Rice w- had to run 100 yards for each take. I bet you Jerry Rice could still play in the NFL. And they said he had no problem. I'm sure. Running 100 yards and then, like, if the burrito was overshot, I had to come back, run another hundy. If you told me Jerry Rice signed with an NFL team right now, not to catch 100 balls a year, but as a third down possession receiver, possession receiver he yeah. absolutely could still line up and do it. If his body could handle it. And he could be he one of those wide receivers it. that just gets a, takes a catch and runs out of bounds. I hate when a guy runs out of bounds. So do I, especially on like a <sighs> kick return. Like, lower your or, shoulder and get five more yards. Or even like a, like a, a guy going across the middle and... Yeah, just like we'll head towards the sideline. Come on. Yep. Unless it's the end of the quarter or the half, you understand. All right, quick break. Step out of bounds. We'll come back, wrap things up, and then it's Boomer and Geo on a football sportsy Friday on the fan. But right now, a Radio.com Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence. Very good news for Ron Rivera. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Rangers got a win last night in overtime, though the Islanders did lose, and so did the Devils in a big blowout win for Rutgers. What else you got there, Al? Jerry, I've got that Google Photos thing where they show you what you did on this date, you know, various years. Me too. I love it as well. And, and of course, this week uh, I've been getting a bunch of memories from various radio rows. Okay. From various Super Bowls. And I feel like, you know, we didn't do it this year because of coronavirus. And I, I did feel like we needed a break from it. Okay. Well, you're going to get two years because you said we're not going next year because it's in California, right? Is that right? It's in L.A., the brand new stadium. Oh, no, Jerry. Two I, years I, of, Yeah. I am still getting, you know, requests for the same old, same old uh, fellas sure. uh, coming through with the same old thing. So it's nice to take a break from it and uh, be able to turn them down without feeling like I'm being mean. I hear you. 
I go, oh, well, we're, you know, we can't, we're not doing phoners, this sort of thing. But, you know, in other times, Jerry, I'm passing through my Google Photos, and they're good times at Radio Rose. And meeting people like when Gio got to meet great quarterback, uh, who's his quarterback? Kirk Cousins. Kirk, Kurt Cousins. Kirk, not Kurt. <laughs> Jesus. Evan called Craig Greg, by the way, yesterday. <laughs> it was one of those moments right when I was about to say, Kirk Cousins, where in my head I was like, that doesn't sound right. It's Kurt. It's Kirk or Kurt? Kirk. And like then, Brian yeah. Kirk and the Jerks. Right. Or Captain uh, James T. Kirk. Oh, he was the best. <laughs> Who was the best Kirk taking your calls at 877-337-6666, Jerry? Uh, Dave Portnoy will join us at 910. He's going to help explain what's going on with all these crazy stock market things. And if the Mets owner is in the mix. Talk New York sports confused. every day with Warren Geo. Morning 6 to 10.